Hey guys, welcome back. Um, thank you for clicking on part two of this episode. Um, it was really long, well, not really long, but I had to split into two parts and um, I should have done this with other episodes, but uh, we just had a really good time talking and, and stuff like that. So I thought it might be easier for my listeners um, to hear this into two parts. So uh, the first part is that, that you guys have already listened to. And now here's part two and the continuation of Gerardo talking about when he went to New York and stuff like that. So enough of me talking because you're going to hear more of us talking. So let's just get right into the episode. Everyone got their pictures? All right, let's go. And then he's like pointing at a building. He's like, as you can see, the Dakota has great architecture known for its architecture and beautiful landscape, you know, like, and just going on and on. Mm-hmm. And I was dying. And my girlfriend's like holding my arm, just like, shut the fuck up, you know, because he's like <laughs> right next to it. And I literally just start following this guy. I'm just like walking in the group of people. I'm like, this guy is amazing. <laughs> just being so like flagrantly New Yorker. I think that's oh what makes the, those whole episodes just like, because I've never been to New York, but now it's like I don't think I need to. I think I, I already got everything I need. <laughs> you know, this it's just all those clips and stuff like that. It's funny. See, but, that's the thing too, though. That's why I'm excited to check out either Corpus Christi or Houston or San Antonio revisit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because my girlfriend is so easy, dude. I'm like I'm the luckiest man in the world. You know, like my girlfriend is amazing. Obviously, it's it's I've never been in a relationship this long. You know, before, um, but it's so easy because we just go somewhere. We fucking eat food and we walk. That's it. You know, like even here, like I'm so blessed to live down the street from like some of the world's best Chinese, like American Chinese cuisine. You know, that's what this area is known for. So we'll just like fucking like carpet bomb the city with our presence. You know what I mean? So we just go to whatever Chinese place we have our, our old faithfuls that we go to all the time. Um, and yeah, dude, like that's why I'm excited like, you know, I told my girlfriend, I was like, yo, we have to uh, we have to make friends with somebody in New York because New York is has great food. dude. New York mm-hmm. has amazing food. Uh, and that's all I care about now in life, dude. Like, I remember the first time I went to New York, I was trying to fucking score a dub sack of weed. You know what I mean? And it didn't happen. And I heard about one of my homies that did. And I was like, fuck that guy. He doesn't fucking <laughs> know what true friendship is, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, and now it's just food. I go places and I. The first couple of times I went to New York, I got super drunk. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, made some stupid decisions. Also had some crazy nights, like crazy fucking hilarious story nights. But um, now it's just food. I go with my girlfriend places. She shits on the food. Not literally, but like, you know, this is fucking gross, you know? And uh, and it's it's great. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. All, all that to say is that I'm excited to, to, to go visit new places now because of this fucking foodie. Hello, I'm a foodie, you know? I think that's what... That's what I think. How can I say this? I think that's what like exciting about going to places. Like I like going to Austin. Like whenever me and my girlfriend go to Austin, we always try to find a new place to eat, just to experience it. Because it's like you couldn't go to the same old places you go to, but it's always something cool about going to eat somewhere you've never gone to in a place that you've gone to so many times. Yeah. And it, it it's just awesome. It's you like you're sitting you're looking at the city in a whole new light. You know, um in Austin we go to we haven't been in this place in a while, but it's called Lucky Robot. 
it's like a Japanese style kind of restaurant where they give you the menu and you pick whatever you want and they put it in a bowl and you eat it and there's waitresses that are dressed like Japanese schoolgirls and it's fun and it's exciting but it's also expensive <laughs> but yeah you know it that's I, I, I like doing that we like doing that going to places and eating stuff like that we are, we're kind of foodies too but um, going back to what we were saying about Texas oh yeah um, yeah dude you, you should come to Houston Houston's really cool um, I know you probably had a sh- <laughs> you had a shitty time last time. It's probably what what time were you? What time did you come to Houston? Like when was that? Like during the summertime? So we were gone the whole month of August. So it had to be during August. Okay, yeah. So August is not really a good. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> it's rainy. It's muggy. It's sweaty. It's horrible. I mean, dude, it literally rains. It's raining right now, and it's it'll get like hot, like. it's so disgusting um but yeah houston's known for like raining and shit like that but um does the does the humidity follow you inside i feel like it does sometimes yeah (laughs) dude it's no fucking joke like i feel like if i mean there's a lot of californians moving to texas and there's some that are moving to california i mean to houston um they cannot they cannot deal with this humidity dude it's horrible i lived here my whole life and i yeah. hate stepping outside when it's hot and sticky and sweaty and muggy um it, houston was pretty much built like on a bayou i mean we have a bayou going through our city so it's like built on swampland so that's why it's, it's like that um but yeah i mean that was like what 12 13 years ago that you you, you drove through here it's not as bad now yeah. so i mean you might enjoy yourself now um <laughs> Like I said, that was of the time, and also I'm an asshole that exaggerates a lot, and funny, I don't want to shit on something that, you know, I don't really care much. So like, I don't want to shit on something that, you know, is obviously you live there, dude. So like, I shit on it all the time. I, <laughs> I will say fuck the Astros, but I do like Houston. Like, um, there's a lot of artists that come out of Houston that I enjoy, mm-hmm. and. Um, I love uh, the South. Like, I mean, not you know, for anything before the 1960s, but um, you know, the South in like you know, the lifestyle that like you were talking about, like the Texas ideology. Yeah, dude, I look up to that so much. <laughs> you know, having any kind of like togetherness about anything, uh, I'm all about that, dude. Like, th- dude, in California, you already probably know um, how it's. This is like the number one export California has is fake people. You know what I mean? So dodging those people, I don't give a fuck. Hollywood is not the number one fake people surround you in California. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just all around. Um, you tell somebody to go fuck themselves and now you're the bad guy when they were being a fucking cunt. You know what I mean? Anyways, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you're being rude to me. Yeah. To me. What the fuck? Uh, you're yeah you're canceled sir (laughs) (laughs) everyone here is a boomer dude like no matter what i don't care if you were born yesterday you're Mm -hmm. born a boomer in california you're you're the most important person uh in the world and that's how everyone sees life here it's kind of sucks but guess what i just i love california so much personally Mm -hmm. it's like dude the dry weather is I don't have to talk about how great California weather is. That's what it's known for. But, yeah. you know, we hear about that um, all the time. We're just like, 
fuck, man. I wish we had California weather here. It like, it's like perfect 76 throughout the whole day, and then it gets cool at night, and it's like, oh, I wish we had that. <laughs> yeah, dude. The um, California, like, and the city I live in now, the city that I discovered, thanks to Miguel. Miguel moved here in March, mm-hmm. and then I moved here in June. Mm-hmm. And I talk about it on Go Hard Al Capone on my Patreon, but like, dude, there's no homeless people like here, which is crazy, right? That's crazy to say. Um, Because in California, that's, that's, you know, we we are a magnet for the unhoused, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, You can drive like 10 miles any direction and you're going to find one at least, you know? I would say you'll find seven. It's it's insane. You'll find a camp. (laughs) Yeah. But like this area I live in, I have my own apartment to myself and it's afford like uh quote unquote affordable. Um and I don't have those kind of fears. Um I don't know if you know, but like some lady got stabbed in a fucking nice store the other day out here. Uh, I think I heard about that on the news. I'm trying to remember, but it's that's not far off from where I'm at. I mean, I'm literally yeah. like five minutes away from downtown and I hear gunshots. I hear fireworks still. I hear people arguing. Uh, just last night, uh, me and my girlfriend were asleep, and she heard somebody knocking on our door, and it's like 12 o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, what the f- who the fuck is here? And then I look outside my window, it's some random guy just like knocking on people's doors, and I'm like, oh, I was like, it, it's it's weird. It, I, I live in a weird part of town where it's like, it's, deve- it, it's developed, but then there's a lot of just, it's ghetto. I'm just gonna say it's ghetto. I know a lot of people might get offended by the word ghetto, but it's ghetto as fuck sometimes. And I, it's like, yeah, why do you gotta be ghetto? It, it, it's predominantly a Hispanic area that we're in right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of homeless people. We see a lot of homeless people driving into the city. They have, they live under our freeways. Literally, they have like camps, like tents, like tent cities under our freeways. Um, yeah, but luckily none of the other some. <laughs> there's some over here, where we're at. But um, yeah, dude. I mean, what are we were talking about? <laughs> we're talking about weather. Now yeah, we're talking about homeless it's people. Crazy, like <laughs> the the homeless thing is pretty wild. It's obviously you listen to Joe Rogan, he'll talk about it for days. But it is honestly true. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, I was telling a good friend of mine, Steve Hernandez. I work on another podcast with him. He's a good stand up comedian. Um, I, we were talking about the other day where like, I am depressed at times when I listen to Joe Rogan because of how much he shits on California, but it's also like, you know, depression is like hate turns it, turn it inwards in a way. And I'm so attached to here. Like I fucking was born and raised here, you know? Yeah. And it's true. There's like some fucking weird ass lizard people that are like, <laughs> you know, sucking the life out of a state that I love. And Joe Rogan's not fucking helping. I'll tell you that. But, um, yeah, he's not, dude. It, I get he moved here to Austin, but it's like, okay, we get it, Joe. You yeah, like Austin. Up, uh, it's like, oh, my God, dude. Like, we get it. I've been to Austin. Austin's not that great. It's cool at some, at some times, but he, like, he literally, like, sucks off Austin. Like, it's, like, the greatest city in the fucking in the states. And I'm like, it's not that great. And then, like, when he shits about California, I'm like, Bitch, you were there for like the longest time. You pretty much yeah. made your career in California, in Los Angeles. So it's like, 
I get where you 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 feel like like damn, what the fuck? Why are you shitting on 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 California and you coming over here and sucking off Texas? It's like shut the fuck up, Joe. You know? <laughs> yeah, like that. Like I I don't mind if he shows love for Texas and. You know, maybe I, I, can, I can understand why Texans wouldn't want something that they love to be exploited, right? But um, shut the fuck up about California, dude. And I'm going to probably, I want to do something about that if I can. Mm-hmm. It's just like, shut your fucking mouth, dude. You don't have fucking spies here. You're not Varys, homie. You don't have fucking ears and eyes here. Like, get the fuck out of here. If you're out of here, get the fuck out of here, dude. Mm-hmm. It makes me really fucking sad. And it's like... Because I want to enjoy his content. I enjoy the people he has on. I enjoy the perspective he shares. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. I thought you cut off. Um, but for whatever reason, there's this monkey on his back named California that he can't let go of. Um, I Oh, I'm citing the statistics in this net. Stop fucking reading then, dude. Exactly. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's just... he's He kind of has like... I don't know how to say this. And I know how to say this. I just don't... He just likes using that because he knows that'll get a rise out of people. And it's it's kind of like an easy target because it's like, yeah, I left California. Now I can talk. Sh-. It's like leaving an ex-girlfriend. It's like you were with this girl for a long time and then you dump her for another one. And you constantly just shit on her whenever you have a chance. And it's like, okay, we get it. Stop talking about her. She didn't do anything. You were just a fucking prick and, you know, whatever. But... I, mean, I feel you. I feel like, like you said, you, you're born and raised there. And when somebody talks yeah. shit about it, it's kind of like, hey, man, chill out. <laughs> you know, you're gone. You don't have to keep talking about California. You know, you're gone. You're gone. Just, uh, yeah, leave it alone. Just don't even don't even talk about it, you know. So. Dude, yeah. I just texted the guys right now. I said, what about California Isimo? <laughs> That'd be great, dude. Yeah, fool. We can, we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> You guys yeah, should do no, a Selena Isimo. That would be pretty cool. Since you we have, will. Yeah. So We will, dude. Like, the music thing is honestly, like, we're holding on to that because mm-hmm. we know, dude, I don't know if you remember, but, like, or if you were even keen to this because I deleted the video so fast. But um, there's this video I made about colonizers, right? Okay. How I, I, I hate the word colonizer, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't give a fuck about whatever, like, it's just the word, dog. Like, I made a made a clear statement about the word colonizer. And then all these fucking indigenous pages started, like, stitching me and shit and, like, shitting all over me, dude. Like, to this day, I'll get people just tagging me in those videos. Like, what's up? What's what's up with this, dog? You know? Really? Like, I don't... Dude, it was, it was pretty crazy. It was, like, the most engaged post I ever got. And then I made a video where I was like, hey, fuck all of you, dude. You guys are fucking idiots <laughs> that don't, you can't listen, you know? Yeah. But I was just basically saying I hate the word colonizers. And then it turned into this thing where I, I hate um, people complaining, which is not what I said. Is me. I said I hate colonizers, like the word itself. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I learned a lesson from that, basically, is what I'm saying. That was, it was wild. It was weird. Uh yeah and then like you know anyway so like that kind of stuff that that happened right so we, i learned a lesson from that and so music's in our back pocket if ever that scenario were to happen again mm-hmm. we have music to fall back on and, it's and funny, you know music dude. is such yeah music ahead, is such yeah. a broad subject like you said like you know chente we can go over chente juan gabriel uh los tigres del norte like all these cumbia you know 
mariachi, all these different aspects of music, that is something we could just reach in our bag for, you know? Yeah. And I feel like having that really motivates the stuff that we work on now. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, we all we fucking love music, dude. Like that's one of the main things that me and Dominic started connecting on when we became really good friends was our music taste and like showing each other music. That's not really enjoyable, but it's something that we like, you know? Um, so we, we all know it would be a great topic. I have funny stories. I'm a musician, whatever, you know, but uh, having that in the back of our, our pockets is very important because of just like what happened with, in my opinion, I'm not, I'm speaking for myself, not for Dominic and Ryan, mm-hmm. but the colonizer thing really fucking woke me up. And then the next food right after that, or the next episode was right after that was a uh, food. Cause I was like, Hey, I'm not going to do anything fucking <laughs> political or colonizer. Fuck this shit, dude. I'm, I don't want any part of that side of the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. It's funny. I've been hearing that word colonizer like a lot, especially like during Thanksgiving, they're like, fuck the colonizers. I actually had like a conversation with somebody, and I know this might get a lot of people riled up. Um, yeah, but you know, with the whole thing with the Spanish coming into Mexico and doing what they did, um, in a way, I know, like, I know it's gonna sound fucked up, but I don't really have a problem with it. Like, what I believe is like everything was for a purpose. I understand that that was very horrible. They killed a lot of people and but i feel like if that didn't happen i feel like most of us probably wouldn't be here right now and i, I see it as that way you know like everything happened like i said everything happens for a reason don't know why but yeah you know i i believe like hey i don't have a problem with what they did you know it it sucks Everybody was doing it. It's like, hey, let's go invade fucking whatever, you know. I, I guess that was the fad, you know. Fucking, they were all on texting each other. Everyone's gonna like, hey, we're gonna go invade so and so. Hey, yeah, okay. We'll yeah, I you, mean, you know? that's it's so wild to think that your voice now has any effect on what happened in the past. Mm-hmm. Why put any time into that? Because it's important. And it can happen again. No, bitch, it cannot happen again. <laughs> that's why it's so fucking amazing. Yeah, like it's not, and also it's it's amazing not in a fucking good way you know what i mean it's amazing in like oh my god it's insane the inquisition all that shit Mm -hmm. it's that's that's a part of history saying that you hate colonizers it's like yeah dog i breathe air too dog like nobody (laughs) liked what happened too like i'm not gonna fucking get on a boat and go try to take over the bahamas you know like that's not in me it's part of me like dude my blood is spanish yeah and my blood is indigenous and that's what I was saying with the whole colonizer thing. Like, I don't like the word colonizers because why are you putting me down again, Fu? I, I'm a colonizer, dog. Like, I'm not saying that to be on one side of the issue or the other. I'm saying that because that's my reality, Fu. I'm a fucking, I'm 60% Spanish and 40% uh, Mesoamerican or whatever you want to say, indigenous. Mm-hmm. You know? No, um, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, like, you, like why, you, why try to make me feel a certain way just because of something in my blood? You know what I mean? And and maybe that's not where it's coming from. Where it's coming from is the fact that there's fucking indigenous tribes still in Mexico or there's still indigenous tribes in America. And it's like, dog, then why are you including um, anybody that has Spanish descent into that conversation? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, it's okay to adore them and whatnot. It's okay to promote their culture. But why does uh, promoting their culture in, include you shitting on, uh, you know, Creollos or Spanish Americans, you know? 
Um, I hate it, dude. Anyways, no, I yeah. chose not to talk about it again because, but that's how I feel about it. And and this this whole everything about it, dude. Latinx colonizers don't fucking speak the language, dude. You know, if you can't appreciate the good and the bad of the culture, then you don't understand culture. Mm-hmm. You know, culture is built from something beautiful, and it's romanticized by a lot of people that are willing to die for it. You know. And if you're willing to die to put an X at the end of a word that does not make sense, you know, it's just just to make you feel good, too. It's like it's all about feelings now. Mm-hmm. It's like but like I feel for people that were colonized. It's like I don't give a fuck how you feel, dog. Live in reality. You're like, Get off your fucking phone. Stop watching people with fucking rings in their nose. Talk about how it was back in the day, dog. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm. Mean, you know, <laughs> why not try to make something special today? Why worry about something that happened fucking hundreds of years ago? Why not make today special or make the, what's moving forward a special? Why not promote laws to decrease hate in Mex- Mexican or, you know, in any kind of Latin country? Because um, that's not happening. Nobody gives a fuck about, you know, all the slurs you could say right now uh, in those countries that nobody has a problem saying, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know. Anyways, it doesn't start with the fucking letter. And it doesn't start from English-speaking Americans. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, dude, I totally agree with you with that. I don't, I personally don't like Latinx. I remember the first time hearing about it, I was like, what the fuck was Latinx? I was like, this doesn't make any sense. And I've had people, I've known people who are like, well, then you don't appreciate our culture. And I'm like, no, it's like, I get what you're trying to do. I know you're trying to include everybody in, but it's like our language, our, 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 our culture and our language already does that. I understand you. It's it's feminized or it's it's masculine. It, it it it's so stupid arguing with people about stupid shit like this, and you know, like you said, you hate the word colonizers and stuff like that, dude. I'm I'm as dark as I am. <laughs> My grandmother is Spanish. My grandmother looks white as fuck, and <laughs> yeah. you know, she was she was raised in like down like really in the deep part of of Mexico. Cause her family's Spanish. And, you know, my, my grandparents and on my dad's side were all were regular Mexican or Mesoamerican or, or however you want to say it. But, yeah. you know, I, I feel that way, too, where it's like, why are you shitting on me for something that happened a long time ago? When Like you were I mean, pretty much like you were saying, it's like, why focus on now, yeah. focus on today, focus on making the future better. Fuck what happened in yeah. the past. I mean, well, don't not like, fuck what happened in the past, but like, yeah. learn from it. You know, hey, exactly. shit like this happened, can't happen, let it happen again. Let's make the future better for different for all the other generations that are coming up after us, you know, and, and try to, uh, what's the word? Um, be an example, I guess, in a way. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree, dude. Like, listen. Unfortunately, people like me and you that are Spanish, you know, and this is something we're born into. We can't help it. There's nobody we can sue for being Spanish because it's such a big problem, you know, mm-hmm. like why put us under a microscope for for crimes and atrocities that happened years in the past? Exactly. You know, I mean, we're just being redundant, really. But like, that's what it feels like, dude. It feels that way. And it adds to this hate. You know, it adds to um, like brown on brown fighting and shit. It's like. I, I just don't get it at times. It, it, it makes sense in my mind, the, the point that I want to articulate mm-hmm. and what I see on a daily basis, you know? Um, but there's so many different magnets that pull people a certain ways and they get radicalized. Mm-hmm. And 
um, it's hard to, you know, snap loud enough to break the hypnosis, you know, in my opinion. Um, Yeah. uh, But like there's things that I'm excited for, you know, like I'm so excited to to voice my opinions on these things. But uh, I want to have a big enough platform to make, you know, the needle move in a way, Uh, which is something that I have to listen. It's funny because a lot of my good friends here in California, comedians, Mm -hmm. you know, um, mutuals of me and Dominic uh, understand Dominic. You know what I mean? Dominic is SJW, like wants to do right. He, you know, the first big argument me and him got in over was uh, charities. You know what I mean? Like his radical stance on charities and like my laissez-faire approach to life in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so I'm always telling Dominic, like, listen, we have a message to tell people, but like, let's wait. You know, we're, we are comedians. Let's use our instruments to, you know, grow our audience and get as big as possible. And then we can take stances on these things. In the meantime, get educated, you know, like I have books that i'm trying to fucking read at whatever pace i'm doing it about like the mexican-american condition um and that's what you know that's the hill to die on if i don't really have anything else to say it has to do with those topics because i'm a comedian and i everything comes back to being mexican which is annoying as fuck to white people but that's just like another another point to make it's like why is it annoying? Why, why do you tell me to my face that jokes are funny because I'm Mexican, dog? Like that, where, where does that seem okay with you? Yeah. You know, why does Joe Rogan say uh, um, California or uh, Los Angeles has uh, 20 million people plus Mexicans? What the fuck is that, dude? We're people too, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just like something that's constantly being slapped in your face, which, like I said, it's hard to snap loud enough to break that hypnosis, you know? Yeah, yeah, I feel you on that, dude. It's... The loudest I, voices in our in our culture take like the wildest stances on Mexican American lifestyle, you know. And it's 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 difficult. Like, I'm so happy, dude. I'm fucking. I, I love being hit out of the larcon mm-hmm. and having a platform. I love having haters. I love everything that comes with this fucking thing that I'm doing. Um, and I can't wait to see what happens in the future because, like, I just text the guys about California Isimo. Like, it's something that this is how it happens. You know what I mean? Like, I. I get fucking wound up about something, talking to my girlfriend about it. She's just like, yeah, 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 you know, whatever. <laughs> and I'm just going on and on. And then I formulate an opinion about it, you know? Yeah. I mean, anyway, sorry. No, it's, it's, dude, this is, this is what, what makes the podcast, man. I like talking with people about this. I mean, you know, we were talking about this and that, but this is like really the meat and potatoes of, of this conversation. Cause it's like, this is a side of you I don't really hear on ECMO. You know, and it's great because it's like I'm getting your opinion on different things and we're talking about serious topics that we both have views, you know, same views and stuff like that. So it's really good. I I really like this. This is really good. Really good for the podcast. Um, What was I going to say? Fuck. But anyways, yeah, I mean, like you were saying, you know, the voices that are loud, uh, loud in our community don't really say shit. And it's kind of like they go one way instead of like trying to help out the community and what i want to do i mean yeah i'm mexican i'm american you know my i'm like fifth generation american whatever you want to call it um but i want to use my voice as a latino as a mexican as an american to highlight stuff that goes on in our community you know you guys have talked about it and i've talked about it where it's like um we get criticized because we don't speak spanish 
I don't speak Spanish, even though I look like I might fucking fucking wear mariachi uniform and sing, you know, chente songs. But um, I don't speak Spanish, man. And I get a lot of shit for it. You know, even my parents are like, see, that's why you don't speak. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Seriously? It's that. I mean, yes, it's my fault. But in a way, it's not my fault. It's like this is just the environment that I grew in. It's, you know. And I hate getting shitted on because I don't speak Spanish. And you guys did a whole episode about it. And I um, I, I related to I felt, you know, re- it was relatable to me because it was like, man, there's really other people out here that get shitted on because they don't speak Spanish. And it's like, that's not cool. I mean, I think our, our community and our culture needs to understand, okay, yeah, you don't speak Spanish. Okay. My bad. We didn't teach you, or you didn't want to learn. But um, that doesn't make you less of a Hispanic or a Mexican or a Latino. Yeah. It's just, I mean, Spanish is not even our first language, really, in Mexico. It was an indigenous, another indigenous language. But then the Spanish came, and we learned Spanish, and it just evolved. But that's not even our real language. Our language is something different. So it's like. It, it, it kind of like goes around and it's like, well, you don't even speak the indigenous language of Mexico. So what the fuck are you talking about? Me not even speaking Spanish. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's also like part of the culture too. like, I'll accept that. Like, like, I think Dominic really opened my mind to this and I, I took a hard stance against it at the beginning. But then every time I edit the episodes and go back to these certain parts of the podcast, mm-hmm where he's like proud of being a no sabo kid. Um, you know, I remember at when he first said that, I took like a hard stance against that. And I'm like, dog, why? No, don't say that. You're just welcoming this shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's for whatever reasons, it's something that I feared. And then now it's more so like, I'm like, I get it. I understand what he means by that. You know, mm-hmm. the term itself was made out of hate, you know? Um, and it's pretty wild that, it's something that's accepted, I guess, you know, it's it, not, not out of hate, but it's like, a, it's a, it's, you know, Mexicans get a, away with so much like Mexican Americans get away with so much like terms like no Sabo, mm-hmm. because if I were, if I, if I am to express how no Sabo makes me feel in a negative way, it's fucking hilarious, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and that's, that's one of the core things like the hour long conversations that I have with Dominic is something that I, I try to articulate that Isimo, in my opinion, being the producer, the editor is so great because we deal with kind of, you know, bigger subjects um, in a light way by making humor out of it mm-hmm. because that's the most Mexican fucking thing to do, dude. Like these tough topics, like the killing of a language, you know, the, the abuse of our culture, all these things, are brought around with terms like bocho or no sabo or you know coconut and yeah know, all, all those things that, yeah. there's there's slights at people that like are me and dominic and ryan you know and i guess wearing it like uh, like your fucking heart on your fucking arm or whatever you say what is that like a, like a badge of honor yeah yeah like a badge of honor i mean i don't necessarily want to do that like i rather try to unify everyone you know in a way um, but I, I, I'm, all I'm saying now is that I understand why it's like a, not an easier way of doing it. it. It is a more, uh, it's a stronger message to take, 
rather than just excluding that word from your vocabulary. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's something that what you were just saying right now kind of that stuck with me. And thank you to Dominic. You know? Yeah, and I guess in a way, I guess everybody has a different, I guess, thing they bring to the table. I guess some of us just don't have language that you know we can bring to the table. We have other stuff we can bring, but being multi, um, what's the, you know, knowing different languages and, and, and stuff like that. It's just not our strong suit. So I, I kind of like accept that. Like, okay, well, I don't speak Spanish. I can be, I can speak asshole. I can speak sarcasm, but I can't yeah. speak another language. And that's okay. I mean, other people might look down on me on it, but I don't really give a fuck. It's like, this is yeah. me. This is who I am. My grandparents didn't care. My, my you know, it was hard to me for me to, um, you know, like talk with them, you know. The, the broken 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 the broken down Spanish and stuff like that. I can tell they were just like oh, he doesn't know how to speak Spanish, but I think it was fine. Yeah. It, my grandparents were okay with it because it's like, what do you expect? It's you know he, he's an American. We're we're American people. We speak English. You know my cousins speak Spanish and they got to build that better relationship with them. But yeah, um, with my grandparents, we didn't. I don't, I don't think it was language that we we got more i built a relationship with it was more like with food and just other gestures and stuff like that like um like with my grandmother that passed away a couple years ago dude like the only she would i mean she loved she loved all of us but like if you really knew that she loved you she would make like food my grandmother was always cooking she would make like the best like tacos and and quesadillas and stuff like that. But there was, like I told my girlfriend, I was like, I hate it that she's gone because everything that she made was so good. And it's so basic, you know, like, a, yeah, tacos are basic, but it was just something about how she made it that like had that. It, it was like a different language between me and yeah. her, you know, like she made the food. I ate it. We both like, yeah, this is good. Can you give me more? You know, and um, is it, I don't know. I'm rambling about that. Anyways, um, um, let's go into our our. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't even know whose show is this anymore. <laughs> it's like, Sorry. What the fuck? No, it's it's fine, dude. This is perfect. This is kind of a good way for me to like to kind of almost like end the podcast, end season uh, five. But um, yeah, let's get into unpopular opinions. Uh, I think I forgot to talk to you about this or something, but there's a segment I have, which let me do the button because I have a button for this now. Uh, Unpopular opinions. So that's a segment (laughs) of of the podcast where we we talk about unpopular opinions. Um, And usually some people are kind of like, so what I like to do, I like to break the ice. And I use this example for an unpopular opinion. So one of my unpopular opinions is I think Pico de Gallo is trash. I stand by it. That's the hill I'm going to die on. And a lot of people are, you know, that's kind of like, oh, okay, I get what you're saying now, you know, this and that. So, but yeah, that's, that's one of mine. I think Pico de Gallo is trash. I don't, I won't touch it. Okay. I won't eat it. I won't stay the way the fuck away. I'll throw it in the trash. I will throw it in the trash. <laughs> literally. Same thing with like potato salad. I will throw it in the trash. Thank you. Yeah, I know. I hate potato salad. I hate macaroni salad. Any kind of cold salad. Get the fucking shit out of my face. If it's not green and it's cold, dog, and if it has mayo in it, I don't want it, dude. Like, that shit's gross. Macaroni salad's not 
that bad. I think it depends on who makes it, but I understand what you're saying. I understand. Coleslaw, that can go in the fucking trash. Who made that shit? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, coleslaw is, um, that's how trash stays alive. That's the only thing that trash eats. <laughs> yeah, for like, real. I mean, nobody eats coleslaw. No human eats coleslaw. It um, always goes in the trash. There's some people that I know that like, oh, this is good coleslaw. Does this have well, that's raisins in it? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Well, that's because they close like psych wards, you know, those people deserve <laughs> to live in psych wards that eat coleslaw. That's what they served as psych wards. Oh, yeah. And KFC. No, but so. get this. So your Pico de Gallo thing, first of all, fuck you, because Pico de Gallo is great. <laughs> but I'll, I'll second that by saying I have a unpopular opinion um, that I talk to a lot of people about. And it's uh, tomatoes don't belong in guacamole, dude. That's fucking disgusting. Okay, so I don't even I don't really eat guacamole either, but I feel like gua I feel like potato my potato tomatoes <laughs> are supposed to be in like guacamole. I mean, so what is your nope. stance on that? What like why? I want to hear you. No, you have fucking pico de gallo, dog. I'm not gonna put tomato with guacamole on a taco with pico de gallo, dude. That because tomatoes don't belong in guacamole. I'm gonna just get the pico de gallo if I want tomato. So like, gu- guacamole, fucking avocado, cilantro, lime. Uh, salt, cebolla, and you're good. Dog. Why I put tomatoes in there? It's supposed to be green, dude, with some red onions. Green with red onions. No fucking tomato, dude. Tomatoes, listen, I love tomatoes. I'll eat a tomato right now. I'm going to go to Ralph's and buy one, dude. <laughs> but they don't belong in fucking guacamole. Okay. It makes the guacamole... It, it just changes the taste of guacamole. Keep in mind, though, too, I'm a fucking Chipotle stand, so that's where this is coming from. Yeah, that's what I was going to uh, say. It's like... They don't put tomato in their guac. Mm-hmm. It's like what onions and then others. Some, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I have a friend that I just told you, dog. Onion. Uh, uh, what's it called? Well, what's it called? Um, oh my god, two parts cilantro. Okay. One part onion. Uh, half like a, I don't know, depending on how much you make, to taste salt and lime mm-hmm. with. Um, I think it's four avocados, four okay. parts of avocado. Perfect fucking guacamole, dude. Well, hey, I mean, that's your stance. I don't even eat guacamole. And some people think they're like, well, you're not Mexican enough because you don't eat guacamole. Bitch, I don't eat guacamole. There's certain, I think I have to be in a mood. And it has to be like a certain, like, okay, yeah, I'll eat the guacamole. Like, if I go to a Mexican restaurant, they're like, oh, it has guacamole. No, it's guacamole. No pico. No sour cream. No cilantro. (laughs) So you just want bait? Yeah, just give me that. Okay, I'm paying for it. So I don't give a fuck, you know? Um, Oh, here's another and then also <laughs> green salsa, green salsa, mm-hmm. lick my fucking ass crack, dude. And <laughs> I'm gonna still use toilet paper after that. You know what I mean? That's fucking disgusting, dude. So you don't like green salsa at all? No. no. Well, it's more of like a, it's not a choice. It's like my tongue does not do well with tomatillos. Okay. 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 So like, it's very bitter. It's like so strange because people will be like, this is the best thing I've ever tasted and I'll eat it. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know what I mean? And I'm I'm still trying. I'm always trying green salsa. And mm-hmm. it's it's just something about the tomatillos that does not do well with my mouth. Yeah, some some green salsa is like tangy and like yeah. kind of it, it's weird. Uh we have this Mexican restaurant, or this Tex-Mex place called Chewy's here. And they have like the green salsa you could put on like on, on quesadillas and stuff like that. And it's always like tangy. And I prefer red. I like red better than green. 
I don't oh, even yeah. touch green anywhere at all. But um, yeah, I, I can I can see I can see that I can see that I don't. Like I prefer a habanero, orange habanero sauce, dude. That shit's that spicy as fuck. Regret it in three hours. Like that's my shit, dude. You might be alone on that hill, but hey. That's your opinion. It's on your popular opinion. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm alone on a lot of hills, Dyer. This is my favorite segment of the podcast, don't we? Uh, here's one that I um, uh, people kind of didn't really respond to, but I guess because they probably thought, like, what the fuck? Uh, Elmo is the uh, most... If people start coming at me about green salsa, I'm going I'm to fucking kill you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> They'll probably be like, Gerardo, why are you doing like green salsa? I'll change some of my green salsa right now. <laughs> I lose like 300 subscribers. No. It's like, hold on. We'll, we'll, we'll get you more green salsa. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I put this one out. I don't know if anybody really replied to it because I didn't even like repost it. Uh, I think Elmo is the most overrated character on Sesame Street. Okay. And the reason why I think he's a fucking prick cunt. He always <laughs> thinks everything's about him. He refers yeah. to himself in first person or third person, whatever it is, you know, yeah. he, he fucking, uh, he's got his own fucking show. He's got an apartment. I don't know how he affords the fucking apartment. I mean, no, it's drawn, but it's like, yo, how the fuck do you afford this apartment and a goldfish? Um, <laughs> you know, he, he thinks he's a shit and I'm like, no, Elmo fucking sucks. I don't like Elmo. I think he's overrated. And then this whole fucking TikTok thing that they're doing with Elmo is just even more annoying. It's like, oh my God. Just like, can you please shut the fuck up about Elmo? <laughs> you know why nobody responds to that, Doug? Why? Because nobody watches Sesame Street, homie. Well, I mean, a lot of people did growing up. I mean, no, I, didn't. I mean, I didn't. I didn't, but uh, I think Elmo, in my opinion, mm-hmm. um, from what I know, right? Meaning, that's what I mean by my opinion, is that he has swag, dog. Elmo's got swag. And you know what? You know what sells, dude? Fucking sex sells, dude. And a lot of <laughs> white women out there want to fuck Elmo. I don't want to burst your bubble, dog, but there's some white women out there that'll throw their lives away just to sleep with the fucking puppet, homie. I'm telling you right now. That's the goddamn truth if I ever said it, dude. Elmo Isimo. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's That's... No, I man. mean, dude, I'm, I feel like a preacher right now because <laughs> I mean, well, you know, my unpopular opinion, yes. I'm sure uh, that I hate cartoons. Yes. Yes. I don't want to see a fucking cartoon feel anything because they can't feel nothing, dog. Show me something amazing in a cartoon mm-hmm. and that'll be fucking awesome. I don't want to see <laughs> crying cartoons. Boo. They don't fucking cry. All right. Okay. Somebody drew you. And that somebody was sad, dog. And they should probably go home and fucking find another job, dude. I don't want to see crying cartoons. What the fuck is with all every cartoon having one person crying, dog? Like, that's, I don't know. Rick and Morty, <laughs> a great cartoon. Mm-hmm. Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Great. And I don't need to explain why. You're not going to find one crying person if it's not a joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it's amazing. There's a spectacle to it. You don't know what's going to happen next. And that's what a cartoon is. It's something that's drawn. Don't make real life. I don't give a fuck about real drawings, dude. Like, what the fuck? I'll watch Daniel Day Lewis and there'll be blood. You know what I mean? If I mm-hmm. want to see something real, you know? I hate that people attach themselves to cartoons, dude. Like it's, Coco? It's crazy. Like Coco. Coco's not a cartoon, though. I will. I do make that amendment that um, CGI, whatever fucking Pixar does, mm-hmm. is 
that's in, amazing in itself. If you see like the uh, the inception of Pixar, how it's not supposed to happen, dude. No, no, com- we're not supposed to be able to talk to each other on this fucking computer, dude. You know, mm-hmm. like, and that shit amazes me. Um, but no, for whatever reason, I don't know if I'm trying to make it like a part of my stance, but Pixar is amazing. Mm-hmm. But that's not a cartoon. I'm talking about 2D animation. Okay, like fucking, drawn, hand drawn, and all this and that. Yeah, okay. people crying and shit. And then people will say, Gerardo, you know, they drew Toy Story before they made it. It's like, I don't give a fuck. We didn't see the drawings, dog. We saw the fucking 3D animation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyways, I, I I stand so firmly on that. And then people just start laughing and they don't, they don't have any counterpoints to it. Because I don't want to see a cartoon cry, dog. And you know what's even worse? Is when a fucking cartoon makes me cry, dude. Because then I'm crying over a cartoon, dog. And that is sad. <laughs> That's where I was going to go with, like, with dude, I can't watch Coco, bro. I cannot yeah. watch Coco. Um, but then like the first five minutes, I'm like, nope, turn it off. I'll start crying. Like, yeah. it, it's funny. It was not funny, but it, the, the reason why it's because my grandparents, my dad's mom and my mom's dad passed away kind of during that time. And so it was still kind of fresh, the wounds. So when he was talking about his grandmother passing away, I was like, I was crying in the movie theater. My grandpa's like, why are you crying? And I'm like, shut the fuck up. I was like, just leave me alone, you know? <laughs> And I'm like, fuck you, Coco. I was like, I'll never watch Coco again. I don't want to fucking cry. Um, yeah. I mean, I watched it for the first time during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And um, my grandpa died in January of 2020 um, on the 21st. And um, I didn't. I, I was in a conference call for work when I found out that he died. I found out right before the conference call. And my response was like, no, he's not. He's not dead because I was trying to move on and do work, you know? Yeah. So I was like, he's not fucking dead. You're crazy. Like, my grandpa's the strongest person I know. Um, and, you know, my mom was telling me, no, it's fucking for real, for real, crying or whatever, you know? And then I was like, well, I can't fucking do anything. Like, that's what I told her. I was like, I fucking can't do anything. I got work to do. You know what I mean? And so that kind of I did. After the conference call, it kind of sunk in because there's moments of silence in conference calls, mm-hmm. especially when you're not talking. So I'm really trying to wrap my head around the last time I saw him, which I can't remember and whatnot, you know, even though I know it's around New Year's. But um, so like all these thoughts are coming to my head. And then I go to the hospital and I see him dead in the bed, which they gave us like three hours to talk to each other and uh, be there. And like I'm crying or whatever, you know. <laughs> I'm trying to be all cool about it. I was like, you know, tearing <laughs> up and shit. No, but uh, I was, I was, you know, I was crying, but I didn't really feel anything. I just understood that he wasn't. I didn't understand that he wasn't going to be around anymore. And then you know the the hilarity ensues of March. Um, you know, the sitcom of the pandemic starts, mm-hmm. and um, I start feeling like I lost my grandpa, dude. You know. Um, and like, you know, just crying a lot, um, and thinking about him all the time, asking my grandma, if I could borrow the bug, it's like a 57 bug. My grandpa used to drive around. So I would take that to my homies and we go get Chipotle or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. in the bug. Uh, I bought the bug from my grandma, sold it to my dad. Cause it was his car originally. Yeah. It's been in the family since he was like 16, whatever. Right. Anyways, (laughs) I watched Coco. Didn't feel a thing, dude. I, I don't get it. I, I understand the feelings and stuff, but I didn't cry. You know, I don't know. But like that, that whole moment where I did see Coco was filled with, I cried during inside out food. That shit made me cry hard, Doug. Really? I was all tearing up and shit. Doug. Yeah. Inside out made me cry. 
Um, the Good Dinosaur, the worst fucking movie ever made, dude. <laughs> Unpopular opinion. That movie sucked ass. There were, yeah, yeah, I couldn't really get into it. Hey, yo, fam, let's take dinosaurs and make them farmers, homie. <laughs> and we gonna blow this shit up, huh, dog. This shit gonna be lit. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but there's a scene where, like, the dad dinosaur dies, but he makes this face. And it, I busted out laughing. And I'm like, I'm not supposed to laugh at this because the dad dinosaur is dead. But he just yeah. makes his face like, bitch, I'm about to die. You're not going to help me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was just the animation, but I yeah. was like, oh, my God. I, 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 I tried finding that clip. And I was like, I have to watch the movie. And I was like, I don't want to watch the movie. But, yeah. Um, no, I mean, I, I could agree with you about cartoons and stuff like that, you know. Um <laughs> I would be careful, dog, because listen, I faced a lot of flack, dude, for cartoons. I don't. I mean, there's this one clip I did on hentai. I think it was in on Josh Rardo. Okay. It was one of the most successful clips we did for Josh Rardo. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget. I was like saying, "Fuck cartoons, they're fucking stupid," you know. Um, and then I said some kind of sexual innuendo, and then the one of the guys was like, "That's hentai. If you want that, you can watch hentai," you know. And then they started doing the noises like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, if you go far back enough in my TikTok, you'll find that clip. It's it's because hentai in big letters. And it's like like squirt emojis underneath it. But, <laughs> squirt emoji. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, what's another unpopular opinion? Um, all right, here's another one. Um, and everyone talks about this. This is like I made one. Uh, pineapple does belong on pizza. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna not going to lie to you. Like, if pineapple on pizza was a gender, I wouldn't know what I am. Mm-hmm. You know? I would be flip-flopping every day. I would be a woman tomorrow, a man today. Like, if that's what it was. Uh, I'm non-binary when it comes to pineapple <laughs> on pizza. Honestly. Like, I really don't know how I feel about it. Like, my girlfriend loves it. Mm-hmm. And I've taken... I've never taken a, a strong stance on this. I know it's it is a very popular, unpopular opinion. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a it's very funny, like the fucking outrageousness of memes about pineapple on pizza. It's fucking hilarious. But like, I don't I don't enjoy it anymore. But my girlfriend, like, we have this thing where if we're gonna watch, if we're not going to the movies because we're a listers, I don't know if you are. You should get on that shit, dude. That shit's fucking dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, that shit's it's worth it, dog. <laughs> I talked to you about AMC Stubbs, <laughs> uh, but we go to the movies. Like we went last night to go see Sing Two because she has kids. She has mm-hmm. like eighteen kids. Just kidding, bad joke. Um, <laughs> so like, no, I'm I'm so sorry if my girlfriend sees this. I feel so sorry, but no, I'm just joking. She knows I'm a comedian. Oh my god, what if she breaks up with me over that joke? Anyway, <laughs> it's all my fault. <laughs> no, nah, it's all good. Um, what's it called? We go to. Uh, Oh, so, yeah, if, if she comes over here, we get pizza from Domino's because it's so close to the house. Uh-huh. Um, and she'll ask for pineapple on pizza, and I'll just be like, yo, what? what, what? You know what I mean? And I maybe I actually may be mixing her up with uh, Miguel or Dominic and Ryan because we sometimes get Domino's too. I feel like I am. I feel like I'm mixing her up with Dominic and Ryan because I know what Dominic or Ryan loves pineapple. Oh, it's Ryan. Ryan loves pineapple on pizza. Of course, and Ryan. Dominic is that kind of guy that is, dude. The food thing, like we disagree on a lot of stuff with food. You know, mm-hmm. the only thing, and I'm keeping track. The only thing that we agree on food wise is strawberries. Strawberries are amazing. 
Um, but everything else we cannot agree on. Um, but no, so anyways, long answer is short, fucking pineapple on pizza. I, I don't feel any certain way about it, but I can, I'll eat it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I just don't believe pineapple does belong on pizza. See, like I'm, I'm flip-flopping, but yeah. like, I just don't, I don't believe it belongs on it. You know what I mean? It's like when you go to get frozen yogurt and there's like salt and people put salt on their front. It's like, why do you, you're not supposed to, put, you know what I mean? Like, see, look at your head right what? now. That's salt? how I, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Doug. It doesn't make sense to me. It just does not make sense to put pineapple on pizza. Like who did that first? But, but also I'm not saying that it tastes bad. Like there's times where the, the juiciness of the pineapple explodes in your mouth along with the Canadian bacon, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my pizza. See what I oh, like dude. when I get Domino's and I do order if I I usually get just pepperoni, but if I want to get pineapple on there, I do chicken, pineapple, yeah. and bacon. And okay. it tastes so good. That's the only one yeah. I'll get from Domino's. But if it's like Little Caesars, I started doing pineapple, bacon, and pepperoni. And um, See, I, I can't agree with you. If you're putting pineapple on all your pizzas, dog, I cannot agree with you. <laughs> I did pineapple, right. pineapple, and pineapple one time. <laughs> Really? No, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but I'm I'm interested in how that like hey, if we're gonna jump off the cliff, let's fucking try to fly. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I mean I, I, it was good though. Saying it's pineapple good. on yeah. I think it's good. I mean, dude, I've been eating pineapple on pizza since like I was a little kid. So I mean I'm used to it. That's like one of my favorite pizzas. Um my girlfriend, she likes the- beef. And I'm like, I don't okay. really prefer beef. I'm just like oh. You know, you know what? I don't really prefer beef either because there's like some gaps in my teeth mm-hmm. and it does not work out. I like the taste of beef, but the gaps don't work out, dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. It gets stuck in there. Chicken just in and out, dog. In, out. That's it. No <laughs> teeth shit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I floss, dog, but I don't want to floss five times a day because of these fucking beef. You know what I mean? the beef that goes in there? <laughs> yeah, no. I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. Uh, okay. What's another? Do you have another popular opinion? I'm trying to think of one. I have a lot of unpopular opinions. Oh, let's bring them out then. Let's open up that vault. Let's get some fucking. Let's lose some subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> um, unpopular opinion. Damn, dude. Let me think here. I'm trying to think of all the, the range of topics. Well, first of all, like, I don't. So I'm going to, this is a very niche unpopular opinion, but it's very unpopular whenever I bring it up. Um, Chris Pratt's character in Parks and Recreation is the downfall of society, dude. You really think Andy is a downfall of society? I fucking hate Chris Pratt in Parks and Recreation. Really? Yeah, I cannot watch it, dude. I, I cannot watch Parks and Recreation because of uh, the character... Chris Pratt plays. Listen, I love Chris Pratt, mm-hmm. right? I think he's a great guy. Like, honestly, he's fucking hilarious, and he's fucking Super Mario, dog. So, like, like those, those are two ways into my heart, mm-hmm. being funny, and it's him, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, But that character, for whatever reason, dude, makes me want to cry, and I fucking hate him. I It's more of a personal thing. That's why I said it's a very niche, unpopular opinion, but every time I I say this, People start making me feel bad about it, and it's it's the first thing that comes to my mind uh, as far as people like arguing me with me over this. Chris Pratt, that the guy that carries his guitar around, 
right? Yeah. And plays music and is sad all the time. Yeah, we don't need to see that on TV, dog. I don't give a fuck how funny it is, dude. Like, that shit made me sad, dude, when I first seen it. And I never watched another episode of Parks and Rec. Oh, man. Well, I'm not going to make you feel bad guy, about dude. it, so. I'm not going to make you I feel bad about it. No, I don't care. I, I'm open to the discussion. But listen, I'm over this shit. I was also not sober when I took this hard stance. But um, that was me, dog. I was the guy that brought his guitar everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I was learning how to play guitar. And I don't think anything's wrong with that. And the laugh at it is kind of laughing at me. So I feel like I'm connected to it in that way. So that character can go eat a dick. And the writers can go fucking fall off a cliff and die. Dude. <laughs> they can fall in the pit. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, uh, okay, well. Like I said, that's your unpopular opinion, and I, everything that you have given your explanation for, I see that. Okay, I get that. I was also that stupid ass dude who would bring his guitar and okay, just be stupid dumb. Ass watching, watching. <laughs> <laughs> Not like you in general, but I'm like Andy's. Char- I mean, Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt, uh, Chris Pratt's character. He was just like yeah. a goofball, and he was just like, I'm gonna sing a song for Anne and. You know, and then oh my girlfriend, and then oh I fell in the pit, and then, then I, I, I get I get what you're saying. Um, I yeah. like I liked Andy. I thought he was just hilarious. I think the show, the show is really funny. I really got into it. Yeah. But I see your I see your point of view. I see your point of view. I'm not gonna argue against yeah. it. I'm not gonna make you feel bad and be like, well you're dumb because you don't understand comedy and Chris Brad is the you know the <laughs> fucking uh, Picasso of our you know whatever some stupid shit, but. Um, I Bro, see, but like, you, you know, know how much, you know, you know how much my guitar got me through, dude, like mm-hmm. it got me through so much and me being upset about the character makes me more like the character and it makes, it's like that convoluting circle, just like it's fucked up <laughs> and, um, yeah, that's so fu- It is hilarious. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I remember the first time I saw it cause my sister was like, parks and rec, parks and rec, that's how she talks. <laughs> Um, and I watched it and I was like, what the fuck are you making me watch right now, dude? Cause, oh, dude. Yeah. And then it makes me think about all the times I was an idiot, you know, mm-hmm. um, with my guitar and, or the stupid shit that I did based out of romance or whatever. And, oh, I could laugh about them now, obviously, but dude, there's so many times I was just like either drunk or stoned or just fucking in love with music that uh i made a fool of myself and i was a very loner ish kid you know what i mean so like Mm -hmm. guitar was the only thing that really uh allowed me to break open out of my shell so for him to be like paraded around as some goofball funny guy you know kind of thing Mm -hmm. it's way too real dude it's way too fucking real anyways that's a very unpopular opinion obviously you you disagreed with it and we we were siding on everything together dude but like i said i saw your i see your reason that's Okay, I'm trying to get comfortable. I'm trying to, um, I know, right? My legs will start falling asleep. <laughs> um, I, I mean, like I said, I see your, I see your opinion. I can see like why you feel that way, and I've also felt that way. But I never saw Andy as like a reflection of myself. I guess at that point, because I had been like years. I think after like me being in that, I was the guy in high school. You know. Um, What's the word? I was a hopeless romantic 
and I was just like, oh, yeah. oh I was, I was, I was in love with everybody. Well, not everybody, because yeah. that's kind of weird. Uh, but I, I had crushes on girls, and I would bring my guitar and try to like, you know, impress them. And when I saw the show, and I'm like, ha ha, that's funny, because I, I know how that feels. And then like, I, I totally forgot about it. You know, like I'd never made like a connection. Like, oh, you know, but I, I see your point of view. And I'm like, okay, that's, you know, I get that. I understand that. I'm, a, oh, I'm not going to like, like, what the fuck's wrong, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, trust me, people have. Um, the cartoon thing, the Chris Pratt thing, people fucking yap my ear off about it. Uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> it's just, it's like, I, remember, I only ever watched one part and I was like, I knew exactly where this was going. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hell fucking no, dude. And then there'll be times where I'll like walk into the break room at Costco and they'll be playing Parks and Rec and I'll just get so fucking pissed, dude. Um, <laughs> like one of the first times I, I had seen it, I was working on an album by myself, folk music. Mm-hmm. Some people say folk, whatever. But uh, I'm a huge Jim Croce fan. I don't know how you feel about Jim Croce. Oh, that's, I, I got a name. Oh, my God. It's a great song. Oh shit! Okay, I was about to. Say, I thought you were saying like oh, I, it doesn't ring a bell. No, but I yeah, know who Jim Croce I mean, is. Yeah, I know like every Jim Croce song, like the back of my hand, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, dude, I mean, the other day we're driving home on the freeway and I'm playing box number ten for my girlfriend, and I start crying, dude. Like it's embarrassing, but that's you know that's the truth. So like, for I don't know, I, I'm not fluent in Spanish, but I speak folk music for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and. Like I can kind of understand the messages being conveyed and to just make fun of that, dude, it's just like, it hurts. It hurts on some level that people won't understand. And even people that I was in the scene with when I was younger and playing folk music and we listened to each other, they probably wouldn't understand either. Cause there's, there's friends of mine, like Derek Binger, more of an acquaintance than a friend, but Derek Binger made a song called Cornelius Wimbledon. And that shit made me cry every time I ever heard it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's trauma or just a good song, but like the song itself is like amazing, you know? Uh, and for whatever reason, those things I just hold dear. And I probably should let go at some time, but dude, I don't know. I don't know how to, I don't know how to articulate it <laughs> well, other than just rambling. Uh, I mean, yeah, music, music touches you in a certain way and not that certain way, but it touches you emotionally i don't know what it is dude because sometimes there'll be songs that i'll listen to and i'll just start crying and i'm like what the fuck why am i crying and it's like yeah. either it me either either just like the production of the music or certain chords or whatever the, the person's writing about or singing about just hits you in a certain way and folk music does do that and like you know like like bob dylan and jim croce and and other people you know where it just hit hits you and it's like this is like the most beautiful song in the fucking world and people don't understand, yeah. but it's because you have a passion for it and you understand folk. So it's just yeah. like, like you know. one way too is like an awareness. It gives you an awareness of what feelings may come. You know what I mean? Box number 10, for instance, is a great song by Jim Croce. And I, do you, I don't know. Do you know the song by chance? Uh, I've heard it. But I've heard it a couple of times here and there. It's been a while since I've listened to some Jim, some Jim, Jim Croce, <laughs> some Tim. <laughs> <laughs> so box number 10 is a song about um, a boy from Southern Illinois that was going to go to the city and make a big name for himself in music. He was going to make music. He's going to make money playing guitar in the studio. Mm-hmm. Right. 
um, is what he says in the song. Um, but then he ends up sleeping in a hotel doorway um, and calling his mom and dad. And it's called box number 10 because he needs more money. So he's asking his mom and dad to send money to the mission box number 10. Mm-hmm. So like, it's just like this, this, it's so like, it's reality for me. You know what I mean? So like, it's an awareness in my opinion, like Cornelius Wimbledon, these songs that I hold close to me, uh, is a song about suicide. You know what I mean? And it's an awareness that that's a possibility, you know, and for them to be able to fluently speak to you in a way that is, you know, kind of archaic, you know, I mean, you look now and you see fucking sing too. I watched it last night. Mm-hmm. It's just like all the songs are feel good songs, you know, which is also in a way something that's attainable or something that you can be aware of that that feeling exists. But, uh, you know, developing a manner of, you know, improving yourself. It's important to know that you have this awareness of the deeps, you know, and when that becomes a reality in your own mind, uh, through, you know, listening to it or whatever, um, it could be very sad. And because you start to connect the dots as to how that can happen, you know, like I can easily become a nobody tomorrow, you know, which is the scariest thing when you're trying to create a career in, you know, comedy or entertainment or even music, you know? Mm -hmm. So like all those things, it's just like their ability to, to articulate your own emotions, you know? Yeah. Um, it's just amazing, dude. Like something is like like Joe Rogan says, he likes getting high because um, you know, it makes you look inside and look at yourself in a certain way. That's that's what I'm talking about with like the awareness. But you don't have to do use a drug to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Getting drunk never made a genius, you know. Um whoever made us made a genius. Like Jim Croce, in my opinion, you know, these kind of things. Anyways. Um, yeah, it's a lot of like sobriety AA talk that gives me, oh shoot. Yeah. My girlfriend just messaged me right now. Um, <laughs> she's like, I heard what you said about my kids. No, um, Subconsciously. She was like, he's talking about me again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, I remember I, she was driving the car, uh, on new year's and I started playing Jim Croce and I'm just going through the gambit of songs and box number 10 plays. And I'm just like, trying to hide my fucking face and she looks and she's she's like a double take and she's like what the fuck are you okay oh man yeah that song i mean if your listeners are listening still i know it's been quite a long podcast do yourself a favor and look up box number 10 by jim croce dude i've done a five-hour podcast i'm pretty sure they're still not listening Uh, I will need to get going soon because I'm meeting Miguel for the launch tomorrow okay. at 10.30. All right. So, okay. We did an unpopular opinion. What time is it over there for you? It's it's almost 12 o'clock. So. Um, God damn. Oh, so you're two hours ahead? Yeah we're, we're, yeah, we're two hours. No, we're two hours behind. No, we're two hours ahead. Yes, we are two hours ahead. Uh, sometimes I forget. Anyways. Um, okay, so we did our unpopular opinions. Let's do the other segment that I have called. What are you listening to? So pretty much it's <laughs> called What Are You Listening To? Um, so pretty much this is a segment of the podcast where we talk about what we are listening to. Um, it could be podcasts, could be music, could be audiobooks, could be um, whatever. So Gerardo, since you are our 
special special guest. Uh, what have you been listening to lately? Uh, if I got to be 100% honest with you, I've been listening to Ice Cube. I've been listening to a lot of Ice Cube recently. Okay. 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 Uh, if you see like my Instagram stories, um, I'm usually posting songs that I'm listening to in the moment. Mm-hmm. And like for the last, I think, two weeks, a lot of my Instagram stories have been Ice Cube. Whether it be No Vaseline or Check Yourself, right? Like, I'm currently trying to write a diss song. Um, so I don't know what came first, like me listening to Ice Cube or me wanting to write a diss song. But um, yeah, I've been listening to a lot of Ice Cube. As far as like audiobooks and podcasting, because I don't listen to music when I drive, mm-hmm. I listen to music when I'm editing. So, like, I'll be playing the music out of my speakers and editing. But when I drive, I listen to podcasts and audiobooks. And audiobook-wise right now, I'm listening to Running the Light um, by Sam Talent um, and Stealing Home, a book about the Chavez Ravine fiasco, the three towns in Chavez Ravine. Mm -hmm. And then podcasts, I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan. I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan. Um, I'm listening to Tim Dillon also, uh, Mark Maron. Is my favorite, okay. one of my favorites. Um, and I listen to Conan O'Brien's podcast. Okay. So like I kind of I I'm I'm always consuming content. Um so but right now, music wise, the most interesting one of all those four things I said is fucking ice cube, dude. Ice cube is ice cube is like blowing my fucking mind right now, dude. I mean, he's a good rapper. I mean, yeah, good lyricist. I mean, the dude's fucking made a huge career for himself, music-wise, actor-wise, yeah. producer-wise. So I mean, yeah, I mean, fuck, I would, I there's sometimes where I'm like, I'm bumping Ice Cube too, and he's like, you know, today was a good day, you know, you know, fuck the haters <laughs> and shit like that and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> um, for me, I've been well, I have these podcast playlist that i have for the for my podcast so really i've just been listening to music and what i uh, what it is is all the guests that i've have on including myself um they add to this playlist so it's like whatever you're feeling in the mood you add to the playlist so if i'm listening to like 80s funk and i like a couple of songs i'll add them to the playlist and whoever's following and whoever's listening I'm like oh okay this is what he's listening to lately and stuff like that nope there goes music. <laughs> I'm not getting copyrighted <laughs> for that. Um, but, um, yeah, dude, so I, I've been listening to that. Uh, I have a party playlist that I listen to, and it's just, like, random playlists at work. So it's really just a lot of playlist. Podcast-wise, I've been listening to Tim Dillon, of course, Joe Rogan, of course. Uh, my buddy's from L.A., Jose Ramos of Ranting with Ramos. Um my friend Chris from the Kickback LA podcast. Um, shout out to Steven Martinez of the Mega Man podcast. Um, I've been also, I just, I listen to a lot of LA podcasts, dude. That's all I've been listening to. All, a lot of my friends out there in, in LA. And it's funny because I just, I just met them like last year. Like little by little, I started like following these podcasts and then we started conversating. And now like they want me to go to LA. To like be on their podcast, and it's like, okay, <laughs> I can figure it out to get there, but, um, but yeah, I, I listen to yeah. a lot of them, you know, uh, Geek and Geek Out, um, what's it called, Rambling Alcoholics, 
Um, you know, like I said, Jose Ranty with Ramos. He has another podcast called Songs to Save Your Life. Um, the Social Primate, Profile Pod TV. Um, who else? Fuck. Who else? Do, do yourself a favor. I know you. You're a truck driver, right? Yeah. Check out uh, Sleepover podcast. Sleepover. Yes, it's my homies uh, Daniel Cabral. Luis Lemus and Vince Caldera. Okay, um, they're all they're. I've known them for years. They're comedians in the area, mm-hmm. and um, I helped out Daniel Cabral with like editing tips or producing tips. And he worked uh, at my job before Dominic got there. Um, but dude, it's so funny. I I recently shared it on Isimo Pod um, because that clip that he shared was fucking hilarious today. Okay, so check out Sleepover Pod. We're gonna be doing a collab with them. Like a six-person podcast. I don't know when though. In the future. Okay, that's cool, um, dude. But there, there's shit. I'm telling you, dude. There, there's. For I, 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 it blows my mind because those guys are fucking hilarious, right? Mm-hmm. And like, in my opinion, obviously, I'm of my, you know, city or whatever. Yeah. Uh, me, Dominic, and Ryan are like, not as funny as them, in my opinion. You know, um, Ryan and Dominic probably have a different opinion, but like. I laugh so fucking hard at the people that they are. You know, they're from Echo Park, born and raised out here. And just like, they're the fucking, they're so fucking funny, dude. Uh, and they're doing big things too, stand-up wise. I think they go all around the country right now. So, but their podcast is not doing as well as ours. And I, I want to change that because I, I frequently listen to their podcast. They just, they're also not consistent though. So they do it to themselves. Mm-hmm. If they're fucking watching or listening to this. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm fucking Dude, Daniel's my guy, and he's hilarious, dude. Yeah. Well, um, and he has another one called Doom Scroll, Doom Scroll Pod. If you want to check that mm-hmm. out, that I wouldn't really produce or put that out as much because it's kind of fucking uh, NC seventeen ish. But yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Well, hey, um, send me the links to them, and I'll follow them. But yeah, I mean, that's all I've been listening to. And shout out to everybody that I mentioned. Also, skip the noise and. And of course, this little podcast called Easy Mo Podcast. I don't know if you heard of it, but <laughs> but um, yeah. So that's the end of the segment. Um, again, Gerardo, thank you so much, dude, for coming on my podcast. I know you're a busy guy, but it it's really a, like an, an honor and it's special to have you on because, like I said, I've been listening to you guys for like months, and yeah. I, I I enjoy your content and it, it's fun and you know hopefully one day maybe I can get the rest of the guys on here and we can do oh, like yeah, you know it, we'll, we'll do like an easy mode but um but yeah dude thank you so much like I said you took time out of your day to do this like you said you're editing and stuff like that and you you're such a busy person so like I said <laughs> thank you so much for being on um so this is the part where you have the floor so if you want to plug anything shout out to anybody uh the floor is yours, sir. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me on, dude. Like, I love doing this type of stuff. I love, I love how like, we talked forever, dude, and it was great. I had a great time, mm-hmm. and you're doing a great job, man. Thank you. I appreciate. And I'll definitely it. tell Dominic and Ryan to come on this, dude. Because, listen, Ryan, Ryan, um, I don't know if he wants me to tell people this for him, but like, you know, it, you got to get to know Ryan, and then he kind of opens up. He's a l- little more closed off than I am, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. And Dominic, I'm sure, wouldn't mind coming on, you know? Um, anyways, but yeah, I have Easy Mo Podcast. I work on Raccoon Titties with Brendan Cooney. 
and uh, uh, read the. Uh, it's it's called Read the Bible with Me with Steve Fernandez, mm-hmm. but we're changing the name to the, to the Book of Steve Fernandez. Uh, I'm starting a show called Talk Show the Podcast, um, and I have a Patreon with my own show called Go Hard Al Capone, where I tell stories from my life. Um, but it costs five dollars a month if you want to listen to it, <laughs> which is an interesting thing. It's I've never thought about doing that, but if you want to check out my past, epi- especially you, like if you like the silliness and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Rardo is still on YouTube, but I don't think it's on the audio only uh, channels. Okay. But Josh Rardo was, it was great. It was great. And, you know, it crashed and burned. But, you know, it helped me learn a lot about podcasting. And if you want to check out Jose and Pedro Cut the Steak, have fun looking for it on YouTube. It's it's under Imad Salama, I-M-A-D-S-A-L-A-M-A. Hmm. And that's my podcasting history. And I'll be, I'm doing a show in North Hollywood on the 27th of uh, this month at the Comedy Chateau, if anyone from uh, California wants to go check that out, with Jay Snow. And I'm fucking super excited for that because Jay Snow is, a, dude, one of the realest homies, and he's fucking doing really cool and big things right now. And you should check out his content because he's blowing it up. Um, and he's in and out of the hospital with sickle cell or something. <laughs> I, he probably does have sickle cell. But no, but he does, I, he does have... He, I'm pretty sure he does have sickle cell. I forget what it is, but he's in and out of the hospital. He just produced his own fucking short film. Mm-hmm. And I'm so fucking proud of him. He's somebody I look up to. Um, so it's weird saying I'm proud of him, but I do feel that way. Um, but yeah, check out Jason Snow Pro on uh, Instagram. He's done a lot with his life. And it, it, you go down the gambit of Jay Snow uh, content and you'll be, you'll be there for a couple of days because he put out a lot of content in his life. Um. Anyways, oh yeah. Sorry, I I'm not good at <laughs> plugging things, but like I I'm supposed to be doing a show in two days, but the guy's charging fucking twenty five dollars a ticket, and he hasn't talked to me about my money, so I'm not gonna go do that. Uh, I would plug that, but no. Anyways, well, it, it, when, it, when when does this come out? This comes out Saturday. Okay, so I'll make you, sure to promote it. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll send you the uh, the flyers. That I made, I think I sent you. No, I'll send you the flyers that I made for you, um, so you can be promote them. You know, I I really I do that for my guest. So then it's like they have a piece, and it's like they can do it because you know sometimes when you promote, you feel like you're just doing it all the work, and you're like motherfucker, you're on my show too, come and help me out, you know. And um, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, this comes out Saturday. But yeah, dude, again, thank you so much for coming on. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, yeah, for, for any of my followers and listeners and, and friends out there in California, check out ECMO Podcast. I know some of you guys out there in LA, like Chris and, and, and Penny and, and Whiskey J. Check out ECMO. Um, fuck, dude. We're going to try to uh, do this. You know Spider-Man, like Into the Multiverse or whatever, Into the Spider-Verse? Yeah. We're trying to set up this podcast episode where it's different podcasts and it's like a different multi-universe kind of thing so i don't know maybe we might get ismo on i don't know um that'd be pretty cool but it it, it's in the works and and probably shouldn't have talked about it but uh we're we're trying to do something like that because we're all i do that all the time i shoot myself in the foot all the time (laughs) like we're working on right now me dominic and ryan are working on uh, Dungeons and Dragons East LA style. Mm-hmm. And I don't know when that'll come out, but that's what we're behind the scenes working on right now too. So I know what it's like to speak too soon. And then like, cause I've said that on two or three different platforms and I'm like, I don't even know if that's going to happen, <laughs> but we're working on it weekly. Mm-hmm. Every Sunday we work on it. Um, yeah. Dude. 
Well, um, so much, dude. Yeah, no, yeah. Like I said, thank you again for coming on. Yo, like you I know said. what's crazy? We went through this whole conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't know your fucking name, dude. <laughs> it's uh, it's Ulysses. Yes, it's Ulysses. Yo. Oh. <laughs> It's because I contacted wild? you through like my like my podcast instead of like my personal one. So I I was about to say your name right now. I'm like, oh my god, this guy. I don't even know his name. <laughs> it's like and inside the North. You, guys I never podcast I never heard host. Ulysses. I would have remembered Ulysses, dude. Dang, crazy. I sometimes I I, I do introduce myself during the, in the beginning of the podcast, but lately I just like fuck it let's just get into it i ain't let's go balls deep i don't care <laughs> so sometimes i don't say my name but yeah that, that's my name everybody knows it somebody doesn't hey i don't you might not know who i am anyways but um well now i know now i know because we do message a lot on uh social media mm-hmm. so like i know it's ulysses now yeah it's always just been inside the north side podcast that's just that's the persona that is who i am now it's like that is not my name anymore <laughs> my name is just inside the north side podcast that's what it says on my driver's <laughs> what license is the- what does the name mean? Okay, so there is, there's is, uh, parts of the city, like um, if you're from the south side, you know, we, there's people from the south side. I'm from the north side of Houston. Um, I claim that, you know, north side is the best side, you know. Um, we really don't like south siders, but that's, it, it's a whole culture thing. It's a whole Houston culture thing. If you ever do come to Houston, hit me up. Like I said, um, you won't. You don't really have to like pay for like a hotel. We have an extra room here. You can stay in the studio, but we can. Yep. Sh- I can show you around. We can take you to like the coolest places in town. Good food. Um, maybe catch a game or two. We go to this bar arcade or any. You know whatever. I'll show you guys the town. Every whenever I have friends okay. or family come, I always want to show them around and have have a good time. So if you and your girlfriend never come, or you come by yourself or whatever. Um, hit me up, like I said, and I'll show you guys a good time. Uh, and, uh, what was I going to say? <laughs> I, uh, damn. Anyways, forget about it. Fuck it. Cut it. Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> no, but thank you. Thank you again, Ulysses. No problem, um, dude. I had a great time. No problem, Gerardo. Um, and like I say, again, thank you so much. I can't say thank you enough. Uh, guys, go ahead and follow ECMO if you can. Um, they do great podcasts. Great episodes. Um, follow Gerardo. Listen to his comedy. Whatever. This has been Inside the Northside Podcast. Uh, as I always close, guys, have a good night. God bless. Have a good day. Whatever. And I'll see you guys <laughs> later.